Welcome to The Media Coach, a podcast designed to build your business and your brand. Three years ago, I saw a glamorous blonde pop up in my social media feed. She was spruiking about a property that wasn't listed online on the traditional portals, but that you could find only on her social media. If you know me, I was instantly in awe. Now, a little side part of this story is that as this person gained notoriety, there was a lot of people making nasty comments about her. And they were saying these things to me. They were saying things like, what she's saying is not true. She doesn't actually sell the property through social media and it's all a lie. But if you know me, I actually never listen to others' opinions and I wanted to meet her for myself. As I walked into what is probably one of the most glamorous and elegant real estate offices in the country, I was greeted by this little blonde woman who came tapping down with her heels. She had one of the most infectious smiles and gave me a huge hug. What happened next was a friendship that I truly believe will last a lifetime. Over the last three years, Lisa Novak has established herself as one of the most elite performing agents in our country. She's been honoured and recognised by industry bodies for her innovation and service that she provides to the industry. She took to the ARIC stage this year, the Southern Hemisphere's largest real estate conference, and shared her story and success. And she's also now number one in the most competitive marketplaces in Sydney, the Northern Beaches by realestate.com.au. And she does all of this by using social media. With one of the best track records in property to her name, the other side that I really wanna share with you with Lisa is her passion, love and care for others. While she's totally changed the game when it comes to real estate, and we're going to go tap into all the strategies. I know, Lisa, she's going to share absolutely everything with you today. But what I want you to know is what I actually truly think makes her the most remarkable agent on this planet is not only her social media strategy, but it's her care, compassion and support of others. And I need to tell you, I've experienced this firsthand and I want to share this story with you before I bring her on, because this is really how special this human is. I remember the day after I gave birth. Being a business owner, you don't get maternity leave. I was pretty much emailing and texting through contractions. By day two, I was beyond exhausted. I had two hours sleep, worked a 10-hour day, and I was really in so much pain trying to nurse my newborn. I was struggling with breastfeeding, she wasn't eating, and I really had no idea what I was doing as a new mum. As I stood in my living room with Alana in my hands, I honestly felt like I was about to crumble. I felt like I really couldn't do this. Who was I to think that I could be a business owner and also raise a newborn? This was impossible, I couldn't do it. As tears began to fill my eyes, I heard this. I opened the door. It was a man standing there with a week's worth of food, prepared snacks and treats. He said to me, the first couple of days are really tough. Do you mind if I come in and unpack for you? He came in, he unpacked and he left me a piece of food and he said, make sure you eat. And for the first time I did that day. I stood there thinking after he left, who in their right mind 
would be so lovely to do this for me. And then I got a message from Lisa. Kim, did the food arrive? I'm thinking of you. Remember, you got this. That really changed my day. And it also changed my thinking. If Lisa believed in me, I would actually do this. Lisa has a huge heart, an unbeatable work ethic, and a social media strategy that will change your business if you choose to implement it. I am so honoured to have her with me today, and I'm so honoured to have her share her strategy directly with you. Lise, thank you so much for joining me. Emmy, thank you so much for having me. And I have to say, that is one of the best intros I've ever had. Um, yeah, I'm actually trying to tears from my eyes but thank you so much for having me it is so well deserved Lise it's actually you know having you as my friend I really am the lucky one Lise I know we're very close obviously but for my listeners you've, you've built a brand that's massive but if there's one listener out there that doesn't know your journey and your story I'd like to start from the beginning and just tell me a little bit about your background like I know that you've obviously only been in real estate sales for three years but just tell me a little bit about where you started and why you got into sales. Sure so we started our own independent agency on the northern beaches Mark my husband and myself about 20 years ago and for 17 of the 20 years I'd worked in the background of the business so I was involved initially in a marketing capacity and then moved into more of a general manager role but I'd always wanted to be in real estate sales, Emmy, you know, but raising a family and um, having to work, you know, in the background of the business, I guess I was just needed elsewhere. But my passion was always real estate sales. And I mean, how amazing you've done getting into sales and doing what you have done, Lise. And we'll, we'll talk through about, I guess, your success. So, Lise... You've been in sales now three years. Is, is that about right, that time? It is, yes, yeah. Which, i got to be very honest with you, isn't a very long time in sales. But you have sold how many properties? So now I've sold, oh, look, easily in excess of 320 properties um, in the, you know, just over three years that I've been in real estate sales. So, um, yeah, I'm proud. I'm proud of that accomplishment. I see it as, you know, 300 odd um, vendors and buyers that I've been able to help. That's how I see it. And that, you know what, it is remarkable. That success is remarkable. And can I ask you this question? How many of those properties have you sold through social media? So about 285 now, maybe even more actually, but let's say 285 have been sold as a result of my social media. Um, it's been extremely successful for the vendors and for the buyers. I mean, that is just honestly unbelievable. And you are so, you are so talented. And I've, I've watched it, you know, Lisa, I've, I've sat with you in cafes and I've watched you load a property and I've watched appraisals come in and I've watched buyers come in. I think the most notable moment was when we were out having a lunch together. And this was before you were presenting at Arik because we were working on your speech and preparation. And out of nowhere, this older woman just came up and said, 
hello, Lisa. And you looked up and you're like, hello. And she's like, I follow your social media. <laughs> and it's people don't, you know, and I think one of the things, Lisa, is people sometimes have questioned, not you, but I think it's like sometimes it feels too good to be true. But it's not until you, th- and you've even said Mark said that to you, you know. Mm. But mm. the success that you have using social media has just been massive and game-changing. So I want to ask you this, Lisa. Why did you start using it? So, Emmy, it actually started because of the needs of a vendor. Um, I had a vendor when I initially came into real estate sales and he was terminally ill and he needed to get the property sold quickly um, for as much money as possible. And he had no money for marketing. Um, He was a proud man, Emmy. He wouldn't accept any money for marketing either. So I just thought, you know what, I'm actually going to do a video and just a raw video and I'm going to put it out onto my social media and just see what happens, right? I didn't have many options. We had database and, and but I was just a new agent starting out and um, decided that I was going to do a live video and put it onto my Facebook page. And I did exactly that. And right after I did the video, I actually received a phone call from a real estate agent and thought to myself, oh my God, how good's that? I've done this video and now I've gotten a call from an agent. I reckon she's got a buyer. And Amy, she called to tell me that um, I was humiliating myself and that that was not the way we real estate. We, We did real estate. And I thought, oh my goodness, what have I done? I'm a newbie and I've just made a fool of myself. But the irony was that I actually sold the property the next day for that vendor who was terminally ill for a record price. And it changed not only his life, but his family's life. Um, And it was at that moment, Emmy, I just thought to myself, you know what? This is not about me. This is about those sellers and the buyers. And this is missing in our industry. There's a gap here. Um, and that's kind of where things started to really just the penny dropped there in me. And that was where I realized there was something missing here in our industry. There was something missing. There was a gap that needed to be filled there. Please, what an amazing way to start using something to actually help someone, you know, and look, I always say this, if I'm actually not getting hate on my clients' profiles, I'm not doing my job. So you know, you, you are a beautiful woman and, you know, you obviously present yourself so well, but people still sometimes have a go at you, don't they? Look, they do. And I think, you know, the, the thing is, Emmy, anything new is always, it's always hard to break ground. You know, when I started doing this three years ago, and again, I fell into it, right, by default, out of the needs of the vendor. Um, but anything new is always going to come with pushback. It's really hard to break through that noise, okay? And, you know, you're right. At that time, I had a lot of noise from the industry saying, what is she doing? You know, who sells a property on Facebook or Instagram? Um, And breaking through that was hard. I'm not going to lie. But again, I put my needs aside. This wasn't about Lisa Novak. This wasn't about the agent. This was about the needs of the clients. And... I think, you know, if we fast forward three years, Emmy, here I am now, you know, as you mentioned in, in, in the intro, standing on the ARIC stage. That's a real honour and a privilege. Um, 
teaching, training agents on selling property now on social media. You know, we've come ahead in leaps and bounds. But the reality is if you drill down even further, listen to what the people want. The people vote. The people being the customers, they vote. Um, and so for me to be able to propel in three years, um, you know, and come as far as I have, isn't that testament? I think that's testament that the people have voted. And so there is definitely a place for this in real estate. You know, Lee, we say it all the time. First, they laugh at you and then they copy. And you are, like, I see it probably, I think I sometimes screenshot them to you, but I'll screenshot someone <laughs> using your exact design or trying to have a go at your video style, which we always talk about, authenticity. And I just, you know, I love it because I know myself being a female in business to stand out. You know, I get judged all the time too. And even mm. on social media, you know, it's a hard, there's often, you know, trolls and negative opinions, but never stop that person's opinion from you going off to do your dreams and follow what you really want to do, because you are a testament to that, for the success you've built, for the doubters, the haters, you know, watching you take to the Eric stage, which, you know, I was so lucky to work with you in helping you prepare the yeah. speech. But I, you know, unfortunately I was giving birth. I couldn't be there. But <laughs> I know that you just absolutely smashed it and I watched all the comments come back through and you absolutely nailed that talk. So, so well done on that front. Thank you, Emmy. So, Lee, let's, let's, get, let's do a deep dive, okay? Let's give listeners today exactly what they need to do to start using social media well and change their business. Let's talk about your pre-market strategy. What is it? How does it evolve in social media and what do you do to make it work? Okay, so pre-market is where I go out onto my social media just using raw, authentic video content that I film with just my iPhone. That is it. You don't need 3 million gadgets to be able to do this and nor do you need to be a technology savvy person, all right, which is what I am not. Um, so I, I go out and I film a property as I said, just using my iPhone, a good, raw, authentic video, and I launch it out onto my Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn pages. And what it does, Emmy, is it gives the buyers, the followers, um, a sneak peek and the option to be able to buy the property, what I call pre-market, some people may know it as off-market, before I actually launch out to those real estate portals. I think you just said something there, Lee, that's really important. Off-market pre-market, which I do want to keep going with your strategy, but there's no such thing as an off-market property. I'm sorry, but it doesn't exist. It, that word is wrong. It's not off-market if you've got it on social media. Do you agree? Absolutely. So look, the definition of off-market is no formal public advertising. All right. That's what off-market means. Now, if you're an agent and you've got a sign board up or it's gone out to your database or you've put it out onto your social media, well, that's not off-market because it has been publicly advertised. Um, so together with Leanne Pilkington, who was the ex-president of the um, New South Wales, the Real Estate Institute of New South Wales, I should say, uh, we came up with this name. We were like, what are we going to call it? What are we going to call it? So we came up with the name pre-market. And I think that's a great way to define exactly what this style of selling property is. All right, because it's always going to the real estate portals. 
And I think this is a really important point, Emmy, is that it's not the only way that I sell a property. It's not the only way that the real estate industry should sell a property because we must always have the needs of our vendors as, as paramount. That's always at the forefront of what we do. All right. And if I feel that I'm able to get a better price for a vendor by taking some marketing money and going out to those real estate portals, then that is exactly what I will do. And there's many a time you'll see my properties on realestate.com on domain, um, you know, or, or they've been taken out to auction because I felt that there was more money out there for the vendor. Well, it's really about making sure that at all times we're working in the client's best interest. It's not about getting the exposure for you as the agent. It's about getting the best amount of money for the client. So let's talk through that, Lise, because I think it's really important. So pre-market, you've done a video, you've done a showcase. And I think if, if you don't mind me saying here, one of the things that Lisa does, and she didn't know, I guess, when she first started doing this, but it's probably to her talent, is she drives what I call fear of missing out in her content or exclusivity. So her followers feel really engaged because of two things. One, she never gives away that much information in the property post. If she gives away that much information, there's no reason to contact her. And two, she gives that exclusivity feeling because she says things like, you're seeing it here first on my social media. It's, no, it's not published anywhere else to gain access to this property, message me here, which really drives that person to feel like they're getting something exclusive. And I think that lease really does drive a lot of that success. But your pre-market strategy, it's it's fourfold. So we've got, um, talk me through it. You get a signboard, you do a video. What else do you do? So, Emmy, it starts off with teaser text um, that goes out initially onto my social media. So it's very basic text that often doesn't even give the property address away. Um, there's certainly no photo or video at that stage. And it's literally that, it's teaser text. And the level of inquiry that just comes off that alone is phenomenal, all right? So that's, that's where it starts. Then it rolls out to a raw, authentic video. Then it will roll out to professional photos if we even get to that, if the property hasn't sold prior. But even in my pre-market phase, I do include professional photos. All right. And the thought behind that is, A, I want a great sold photo for when the property's sold, but B, in the event I actually need to launch quickly out onto the real estate portals, guess what? I've got all my professional photos and I'm ready to go. So there's no downtime there at all. And then I also include what I call my pre-market signboard as well, which I love, Imi. I love a signboard. They're billboards, all right, and they do work. And we also want somewhere to put a sold sticker as well. So that's beautiful. So the pre-market plan, there's a strategy to it. It's not just whacking it on your social media. Lease runs, it, runs the property a number of times. So I'm just going to relay that for our listeners out there. It is the first thing she does is she does a piece of teaser text. So remember, this should be around like the headline of the property. Don't give away all the information. Nobody cares that it's four beds, five baths, seven garages with a gnome in the garden. Tease people, you know, tease people. And watch what Lisa does, one of the biggest apartments coming soon. She really get, drums that excitement up around the property. Then we go and we do a raw, authentic video. What do I mean by that? Lisa doesn't parade herself around or stand with her hands in her pocket. She literally says, hi guys, 
Welcome to this beautiful property located just five minutes walk to the beach in the heart of XYZ. Short and sharp. Then we've got four photos, which I also think is wonderful to have if buyers inquire or want more information on the home. And that also gives her the opportunity to launch quickly if she does. And then she has a signboard. So it is four-pronged pre-market campaign. And then, Lise, if you feel that buyer can't be met through that strategy, you launch in what you call into your plan B. Is that right? Correct. So not only if, you know, I mean, look, I never have an issue with a shortage of buyer inquiry. Um, the reason that I would launch from what I call my plan A, my zero-dollar marketing strategy to my plan B, which is simply getting the property onto the paid real estate portals, is, it, it is purely because I felt there was more money out there for the vendor. All right, so I've got this exact scenario right now. I've just launched a, a lovely house in DY um, and it's gone out to my socials, only gone to my socials and I've already had an offer. So it's literally went out to my socials an hour ago, Imi. It's a house in DY and I've already got a sight unseen offer. My first open home there is not until Wednesday. Now, the conversation with my vendor just now before we started doing this podcast was you know what, we're going to wait. There's more money out there for you. Now, he's an elderly client, um, but I truly feel that there's more money out there for him. So, you know, depending on where we go with this offer, we likely will, will launch this one out to the real estate portals because I feel that that is the best way that I'm going to get him the most amount of money. And see, that's, so, I mean, like I know, Lise, a lot of our listeners will be like, you went live on social media in an hour. She got an offer. Yes, she yeah. does. Honestly, she does. It's not until you sit in front of her that you actually see it. But that didn't happen overnight, Lise, did it? That happened, you know, a lot of people want to say, okay, well, let's go. Let's give social media a crack, put up one post that didn't work and walk out. Like you, we look at your followers and your engagement now, but that's three years of solid work. You don't stop. You constantly load properties. You stick to this strategy. You constantly do it. Would you say that's key to success? The consistency is the key. Um, you know, Emmy, I don't know if you've ever tried dieting for a week or two. It doesn't go so well, right? It's the consistency of doing that if you really want to see the results. And social media is no different. So what I put into my socials is about three to five hours a day. Yes, a day. Um, and that is doing the raw videos, that is getting the photos up, that is answering the inquiry. Um, so there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes as well. But Emmy, I would say to anyone that's listening to this that is starting out, that if they just do 15 minutes a day of social media, they are going to see enormous results. All right. I've got a young lady that I've been working with in Melbourne. She actually won a competition that I ran. And what has, what, what has changed with her social media over the last six months is mind-blowing. But she does it consistently. Look, Lise, I think you and I both know that I've been trying to go to the gym and eat McDonald's and I wonder why <laughs> I don't lose weight. <laughs> no, but you can't, the point is, it's 100%. Like, you can't do a day's worth of dieting and then look down at the scales and go, am I skinny yet? It's exactly the same with social media. It takes consistency, continuity. And I would say at a minimum investment, you need to be there for around a year before people will start to notice, you know? I think one of the biggest questions is, Lise, is around 
you know, we've talked about buyers and all of that, but, you know, a lot of my listeners are real estate agents. And if you've ever met a real estate agent, they love listings, <laughs> you know, and getting listings. <laughs> so tell me, what is your major source of appraisals? Like how many appraisals are we talking through social media? Okay, so this is something that I actually did not envisage, right? When I first started doing the whole social media thing, I was so focused on what a great way this is, you know, for buyers to be able to buy property um, and, and vendors to be able to sell their property if, if they A, don't want to pay any money on marketing or they just want to dip their toes in and test a market. This is a wonderful, wonderful medium to be able to do that. But one thing I never actually thought was going to happen was the appraisals and they come in thick and fast. So I would, I am now generating about three to five appraisals a day, Emmy, that come through my social media. Um, it's quite phenomenal. So, and as I said, I certainly never said, I never in my wildest dreams thought this was going to be an appraisal generator, but that is without a doubt my number one source. 95% of my appraisals are generated as a result of my social media. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Not only will it help you list property faster, it's going to win you more business. And I've never actually worked with a client and not seen that. You know, it is so important, though, that you understand social media does not happen overnight. Lise, if there's someone standing out there, social media is scary. A lot of people are more fearful about what other people think than just doing it. What is your biggest piece of advice when it comes to just getting started? you've just got to get started. You know, it's that easy and it's that complicated, Amy. And I think the biggest the, the, the biggest issue is people are worried about what other people are going to think, all right? It is confrontational, right? I'm sure you would agree. Putting yourself out there, um, you know, and, and taking videos of yourself, it's hard enough to do a selfie, right? And have a photo and without criticising yourself. But you know, it is confrontational, but the light switch went off for me. We remember just at the beginning of this, you know, this interview, and I was talking about the vendor um, who was terminally ill. And it, that, that for me was a light bulb moment where I realised that, hang on a sec, this isn't about me. This is about them. This is about the needs of other people. And when you remove that focus off yourself and, and turn it into exactly that, that this is about other people, and what I need to be doing as an agent, everything started to change there. So it's about removing that focus off yourself. And, and I have to say, Amy, that for the agents that aren't doing social media, you know, three years ago, I think people thought that I was mad. Um, three years forward, everyone's like, hang on a second. You know, this is a real thing and we do need to be doing it. And there certainly are a lot of agents now that are doing it, doing a wonderful job of it. But for the agents that aren't, guys, I fear for you. Like you actually do need to be doing this stuff to make sure that you are relevant now in this market, not just now, but moving forward for the future. And especially as we enter 2022, your business will fall backwards because buyers, sellers, they're actually demanding it now as part of their packages. And if you're not understanding how you can accelerate a property campaign, feel free to reach out to me and I will help talk you through that. But follow, make sure you do follow Lisa's profiles because she does some incredible stuff. And that's at Lisa Novak Properties. She is an absolute 
wait till you just follow her and see how much she does in one day like sometimes I think I've had a big day and then I just go at the end of the day and follow Lisa's Instagram and I'm like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but she is totally amazing today Lisa I've had the honor of sitting with Lisa and sharing with you her pre-market social media strategy how she's changed over 280 buyers and sellers lives through using social media And if you would love to get in touch with Lise, I'm sure she will be more than happy to receive a message off you on her Instagram, her Facebook. There is no doubt she is always on them. Lise, you know I'm your biggest fan and I love you to bits and you are a true friend to me. So thank you so much for sharing your very valuable time with me. It's just an honour to have you with me today. Thank you so much, Emmy. Um, You are honestly incredible. And guys, I have to say that It doesn't need to be daunting. You don't need to work this stuff out for yourself. You've got people like Emmy that can hold your hand and get you through. And I will always do my best to help everyone out as well. You know, I do lots and lots. I try to give as much back to the industry as I can. But Emmy, it's always, I love the times that we get to uh, to spend together. Thank you so much for inviting me to come on here. I really appreciate it. You are so welcome, Lise. Thank you so much. Until another episode of The Media Coach, make sure you hit subscribe so that you get all the latest episodes. That's all from me. Have a wonderful day.